Kyle Busch is officially driving the number eight for RCR next year, and that puts a lot of, you know, that's the first domino to fall. Now we see what happens after that. You know, what happens to the 18? Do they move up Ty Gibbs? And what happens if they move him up down to the car in the Xfinity series? KBM moving sponsors, Tyler Reddick, like it puts a lot of moving parts in there. Stick around because it's a good one. We'll get to it here in a few seconds because this is Racing with Jesse Rosinski and it starts right now. Like I told everyone yesterday, I'd be here today, whether you watched the YouTube short, you saw it, you know, posted on the social media pages. I don't know what's going on with the camera. If you're watching this, I, I have no idea. Uh, or I said it on the TikTok, on either the short video or the long video. I am here. It is official. There's, you know, been a lot of speculation for a very long time. I still can't believe it happened. But Kyle Busch is officially, you know, officially with Richard Childress Racing moving forward. Uh, Brexton got, yeah, the whole contract thing. Like, it was a nice little quick thing and to the point, which I really did. You know, appreciate after how long we've been hearing the same questions over and over again. I loved it when he started the one press conference personally. He's like, I have an announcement. I have no announcement. And then he still got asked all the same dumb questions for weeks, but really, really cool to see it finally done, taking over and the number eight Chevrolet for RCR. And yeah, that's gonna yeah, you know, a lot of sponsors are gonna move. KBM is also. And he says it's not official, official yet, but moving to Chevrolet and the Silverado, but it's not officially done yet there, but we all know it's going to happen. Uh, they gave us no answer regarding sponsors, but again, that is because, like Richard said, you know, it's not one person anymore, it's multiple people, so they got to iron out all of the dates for every single you know race before they can announce everything just to get all of that done and worked out, which I respect makes sense, you know, get all that done before you get going, but what a giant loss and what a bunch of idiots over at Toyota for letting, you know, this happen. I mean, regardless of what you think about him, him leaving Toyota is bad for them. Him going to Chevrolet is a big gain for them. It's another, you know, team to be over there to win races and have you know, power and stuff, and it helps their development so much. I mean, they have really good development, but, you know, they got Junior and Xfinity. If we put KBM in the trucks, like there's, you know, all three series are there. And that's really, really good for them. A giant, giant loss for Toyota. Again, I can't believe that they actually let them walk out the door. I really can't. Like, you actually have to be dumb, really, when it comes down to it, to let Kyle Busch walk out the door. And if we're going to get into some stuff, here's his numbers. For Toyota in the truck series during that run, 62 total wins in the truck series with Ron Hornaday Jr. being second at 51, entered this season stats. Now, this is going in before everything this year. Entered the season with 61 career wins, 22 poles, over 7,500 laps, led 107 top fives, 128 top tens, and just 160 starts, which is just unfathomable when you think about it. Like how good that really is first among you know, drivers with wins, driver rating, and average finish, and second in laps led. Won 38.1%. That's six, six of 160 races entered and finished first or second in 56.9% or 91 of 160 races, which is just unfathomable when you think about it. Like, that's just total domination across the board. And, again, that's going to be 
mess, and I'll get into more KBM stuff after the fact. But the Xfinity Series 2009 Series champion, he's first in wins, polls, laps led, driver rating, top fives, and top tens. Yes, he did a bunch of that before. Yeah, tell you to hear it, but still happening again. This is stuff, stats coming straight from, you know, KBM NASCAR. And Selves scores 100th win at Nashville Super Speedway on June 19th, 2021. First in wins, polls, laps led, driver rating, top fives, and top tens. Finished second in his debut at Charlotte, May 24th, 2003. First win was on May 14th, 2004 at Richmond. And we know that he could drive at Richmond back during, you know, the night races. He can still do it now. But I still remember him and Junior battling it and him telling Junior to get lost and the hill that broke loose after that in the Cup Series because that was just amazing. And then Cup Series, entering the season again, doesn't include any of that. 606 career starts, 32 poles, over 18,000 laps led, over 18 and a half, closer to 19,059 wins, 228 top fives, 338 top tens, and average finish of 13.6. And again, for everyone freaks out, that's entering this season. And the season isn't, you know, I'm waiting until this season's officially done. Everything happens, you know, get with all that. He's won four crown jewel events. He got the 2018 Coke 600, 2015 and 16 Brickyard 400 when he just owned the damn place. And I think something stupid happened, which caused him to not win anymore in the 2008 Southern 500 and he also got the 2017 All-Star Race 2018 he just when he tore through the thing eight wins 22 top fives 28 top tens an average of 8.3 for finish across just 36 races in the series which is just scary ninth all-time on the wins list 59 yes we know he got more so but this is entering the season he's 2015 and 19 champion and only active driver with multiple championships and that's with debuting on March 7, 2004 at Vegas. And his first one September 4, 2005 at Auto Club. Yes, he did runs with Hendrick as well. Didn't really, you know, go too well. And then he got to Toyota and just blew up. But, like, those are unfathomable stats. Only one with multiple. He got on the first, got on the third, and we got one from Truex in the middle there. And that was after, like, when he got his first, I think that was 13 straight years where Chevy won. Like, so he broke a stranglehold they had and everything, but they, you know, I think that Toyota debuted in the Cup Series in 07. They didn't win anything. And then Kyle won them their first points race to win at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And he won eight of their 10. He got eight of the 10 wins for them that year in the first year they won anything. Like, he has been their guy really since day one. Oh, Vincent Logano got a win in there. Win in there. Excuse me. Like, there, Tony got one in there. But it's just scary when you think about it, like how far back that has gone. Championship in 2015 was their first. Again, I say he won two of the three. Over a third of their cup wins were with Kyle. Look at my other drivers there's been. It's just amazing. Kyle Busch Motorsports, 98 total wins for all the, you know, all for Toyota in the truck series. He swept the Bristol races, a cup of Xfinity in trucks in 2010 and 17. Only one to do that. Like so many, you know, trophies and wins and money and sponsorships and the TRD development and what that does there for you. The John Hunter's challenge, and it's like just all the guys to move through everything. I equate it to what Junior Motorsports does, you know, has done in the Xfinity series. I mean, Algar's been there forever, and that was there forever. You know, Elliot was there for forever, Sadler, but they got Chase Byron was there. You know, Noah was getting ready to go play. There's people that have come through there, and I equate that to pretty much what KBM has done in the truck series and how 
good. They are looking. I mean, John Hunter could win the championship this year, and then they could walk out the door. I mean, driving for Chevy, like right after. I mean, no matter what, whether they win the championship or not, they're gone. It's just crazy when you think about. It. Look at the names he's found. I mean, Christopher Bell and all kinds of different people, the Chili Bowl and all kinds of other races that he's done. Again, he's been very large for the development of the team, and I just can't believe that they're letting him out the door. But again, it was a good, you know, media thing. Now we're just going to hear what he's looking forward to to next year and all that. It's going to be like sponsorships. And what do they do with KBM and yada, yada, yada now? But at least it's not the what the hell are you doing next year question, which has to be a good change of pace. I mean, how many times can people ask you the same question in different ways for that many weeks? That had to absolutely suck. That would piss me off. In the last couple of weeks, you could tell they had to be getting close to something because, you know, Kyle just seems way more at ease than normal, especially at the beginning. Like he seemed much more mellow, which I think was really good i just you know see how he ends the season with the bang you know if he can end it with the bang i'd like to see him just because you know i mean he might be you know a miserable prick at times but you know what he does not like to lose he likes to win i understand not liking losing hannah and her brother and all them can understand like not like they can understand losing we hate losing more than we like winning and i fully get it when after you're all that happens is they stick a camera in your face immediately. Like that could lead to bad things coming out of your mouth, but I fully respect it. And this is going to be just bad for Toyota as a whole in my, you know, the way I think about it again, just, just in the cup series, but even without that, you know, the developmental thing, because he was really the only one, no offense to Gibbs. Let me look at his, what Brandon Jones, Ty Gibbs. And then there's just, a random group of people that keep alternating through the races. And if they have to call tie up, then they just have Brandon Jones. Yeah. I just don't think that I think it hurt and KBM gone. Like, I think this hurts them way more than it could ever, you know, help them. And we'll see if I'm right. I wish all of them the best of luck. I don't wish bad on anybody, but only time will tell. Yeah. And I agree with the one Toyota exec a few weeks ago. And he said they didn't want to see him, you know, leave the last thing he wants to do is have to compete against a really angry and pissed off Kyle Bush. And I don't blame him. Like the way that he, well, the thing he did for them to include the championship in 2019 wasn't that long ago. Last one to do it. You know, been the most consistent guy for them. He had a rough year last year, but a lot of guys did. Like Kevin, he slowed down a lot. Denny slowed down a lot before he got wins, but then he got on like, I don't know, it's just weird. And I don't want to see a pissed off him, but I think it's a great move for RCR. And I'm curious to see what they're going to do for Reddick as he's taking the eight card. And they said there's going to be a third charter, but they asked him if they could elaborate anything. And he goes, no. So, yeah, and I don't think there's any chargers available unless, you know, they buy someone out and close someone down or maybe like an open spot being possible where he just gets his way in on speed because we know that he'd be able to get his way in on speed, you know, or they playing hardball to get them to buy him out so he doesn't have to worry about it. You know, him being, you know, 2311 or anything, like it's just weird to see what happens with all of that. I'm you know, curious and excited to see how that goes. Because again, that's a big part of all this. What happens, you know, with sponsors. It's funny. They said they're getting rid of Kyle because they couldn't get any sponsors, you know, a long time and all that. But there's RCR saying they have a bunch and they're still talking to more, trying to get more in there. So it's curious. They say they can't get anything, but these guys have no problems finding sponsors to do it. And Walter said, maybe there's some weird shit going on behind the scenes. Well, I don't know. I just, 
think it all looks weird. Uh, I'm excited for the future. And again, even if you know he's going to be gone, like, do they move Ty up early? Does Kurt come back, or do they move him over there? Like, there's going to be a lot of moving parts over the next couple of weeks to make sense of all of this, to include filling the 18. And then, you know, I think Kurt's going to, I hope Kurt comes back to finish his own terms, but that could throw a whole new thing over there as to where they move people. Like there's going to be a lot of parts and pieces coming around and I'm going to close it out by, uh, you know, that little thing in the case anyone didn't notice it. If you didn't watch it, watch it. It is amazing that everyone was like, yeah, well, Tyler didn't tell him that he was leaving for 2311, 2024 until an hour before the announcement. Didn't even let him know anything was going on. And then he said, yeah, well, I officially told him an hour before this, like, that's some full circle stuff. And I don't care if it's rude or not to leave him hanging. Like, and not only was I negotiating when I signed a contract, I'm leaving at the end of next year. Like you give him an hour notice, like that's bad for business. I didn't like it then. I still don't like it now, but a total loss for, you know, what's Toyota's loss is Chevy's game. And I'm excited to see how it works out and what he could do developmentally for them to help add to what they have. Now we just need Ford to figure that all out, but that's where I'm going to leave it. I appreciate the watch and the listen. I told you I'd do it. Don't forget to follow on TikTok. Lots of videos there. YouTube, Rumble, Cloud Hub for the Shorts, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Anchor. It's all over the place. Facebook, Twitter. Just check it out. Follow along. Subscribe. Comment. Let me know what you think. And until next time, peace.